Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Welcome to Fraudwire, everybody. Today we have an amazing show. Justin is not with us, but Ariel Lieti is. Ariel, are you excited for the show today? I'm always so excited to hear about fraud, yes. Yeah, and today we've got a great show. We've got Micah Fox is on, Jason Burke is on, both very funny comedians, but we talk about Steven Seagal, Again. everyone's favorite sheriff. He can't be stopped, this man. <laughs> this will probably be like the, the seventh hour of, fra- of fraudsters content on Steven Seagal. <laughs> Clearly the people need more Steven Seagal. Let's <laughs> do another app. <laughs> we will. I think it's bound to happen. There's some of these fraudsters that I think are so prolific and so constant yeah. that we're just never going to end. Uh, we also cover this clothing line that was taking labels off their merchandise and replacing it with Made in the USA when it wasn't really Made in the USA. Um, gosh, where was it made? You know, can't imagine where it could have been made. Could it be? Oh, boy. China? China. You mean, don't they hate China? Don't that particular kind of person, don't they hate? You Interesting. Would, you would think. You would think. And we get into some crypto hmm. stuff as we do every week with Tornado Cash. Who would have thought Tornado Cash was a front for <laughs> <laughs> taking people's money, know. laundering it through, feel- hackers? <laughs> Just come up with something that sounds a little more safe for my money. Tornado yeah. cash. I feel like, what are you going to call it? Accident cash? Like hazard <laughs> cash? None of this is good. None of it is helpful. It doesn't do anything good. And we've got a story from Canada a where a fraudster got, he got involved with suing Facebook. He was in a fight for with a hotel. And he's got a really cool backstory that we'll get into later in the show. And then we close with the pink sauce. The TikTok pink Hell yeah. sauce. Hell yeah. From black Twitter to fucking who found out about it? Jezebel? I think Jezebel found out about it. So now everyone knows about the pink sauce fraud. Can I? Which happened months ago now at this point. And maybe you could tell me how I can get on black Twitter. That would be really helpful. You can't. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Right. Let, let's go to the show. Ooh. 
Welcome to Fraudwire, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Can everyone hear me? Can everyone hear me? Can you guys all hear me out there? I don't know if anyone's even on the stream yet. It looks like zero. It doesn't matter. We do this for the love of the game. I'm Cena Gaznavi at Cena Now, host of Fraudsters. Justin Williams is not here. He did not up and quick uh, quit because of contract disputes. He is taking a little bit of a vacation. Everyone is entitled to that. Filling in for him is the amazing Ariel Leite. Ariel, oh, comedian. Yes, it's me. Oh, Another my God. Black person on the show. <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. Ariel, I don't see color. Mm. Come on. Oh, God. We're all That's the, the first fraudulent <laughs> thing you God. said today. That's. Is that right? That's right. Oh, Jesus, help me. Ariel, I'm so happy to have you I'm on the show filling here. in for Justin. Love fraud. Let's go. Um, love. You are a, a fraud stand. I am. If I say, if I may it's say true. so. You're not wrong. Uh, we, we've got <laughs> we've got two guests with us today, two other comedians, uh, two of my favorite people as well in this world. Micah Fox, f- coming at us, coming at us from Brooklyn. Comedian, Comedy Central, from the Great Hang Podcast. Micah, great to see you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a genuine thankfulness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I caveated that great. so quickly. That was that was real. Was, I promise <laughs> that was real. We're setting the barometer for the and lie detector. <laughs> <laughs> there is no lie detector segment. Then, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there we don't yeah we don't have one it's all just full of shit here uh jason burke comedian as well stand-up comedian character actor a mustachioed commercial actor as well mm. jason burke great to see you oh good to see you too buddy i have to see both of you our uh, ariel i'm blocking my own zoom so now i can see oh, there they are mike and ariel good to see you guys again hello, hello. guys we usually start the show with the last time you've been scammed uh, Ariel shared last time, uh, Micah, Jason, I'd love for you guys to just share with us just to start us off because this show's about fraudsters. And, you know, sometimes we, we think about us being the fraudster, but really we want to know when was the last time and, and how did you get scammed? Micah, do you want to go first? I like just got scammed. No. What? This is incredible. Breaking news. <laughs> But well, <laughs> like in right the, now, in the last week, no, like in the last week, um, I had to this move. Is fresh. I had to move apartments uh, because they raised my rent thirteen hundred dollars. It's New York City. Let's go. Yeah, I just got scammed wow. as well. Yeah. Um. So thirteen hundred. It's that's no joke. No joke. They were like, "Get your COVID rent ass out of here. It is time for someone rich." from Kansas to move into your apartment. Go. They didn't even offer me. <laughs> they didn't even offer me a new lease. They were just like, your lease is up and you have to leave. I'm like, you legally have to offer me a new one. And they're like, do you want to pay $1,300 more? I was like, bye. So, <laughs> but because it was a pandemic find, I had a backyard in my place. And then I got in my head. I was like, well, I need a backyard now. Like I'm, I'm a backyard person. I have to have it. You know, even Right. And so I was like looking around and I, like it was like, if it was like shared backyard, I was like, fuck no. You know, I was like <laughs> my backyard personal or nothing. I don't want strangers on my furniture, having parties, looking in my window. So, um, so I find this like beautiful place in Bushwick. It says like private backyard exclamation point in the headline. I get in there. I'm like fucking stoked. Right. We're moving in move in day. There's three dudes just chilling in the backyard just chilling in the yard. And, uh, I didn't see him. My boyfriend saw him 
And he's like, yo, you know, my boyfriend's much more like chill than, than me. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it works. Yeah. And, uh, and just like being friendly, like, Hey guys, what's going on? Like trying to like fish for some information. Apparently they're like, Oh yeah, we live here. We share this backyard with you. And, uh, you know, Tim, my boyfriend calls me up. He's just like, you are going to be very upset. And (laughs) he's right. And so like, now it's been like (laughs) many angry phone calls to the guy at Nooklin who, like re- leased it to me, um, to the management company. And then there's a leasing agent and they're just like, everyone's just like, Oh, there's nothing we can do. And I'm like, but somebody put this information out there, but I've signed a lease. Fuck. So now that's just like, they brought me in private backyard listed all over the thing. The leasing agent told the guy who rented it to me. They're like, Oh, well it used to be a private backyard. Cause the tenant who lived there had an agreement with the other tenant who had access. And I'm like, that's not, that's not anything at all. That's not, that's not that doesn't count. That's nothing. That means nothing. And so and now here I am paying private backyard rent prices for or not what privacy for not privacy. Three dudes in the backyard. No one asked for this. No one asked for this. I like to throw a barbecue. They can come. But like, you know, I can't be having a whole other apartments ass worth of friends yeah. coming into my building in my now. Yeah. Here's here's the big question. Yes. Are those three guys in an improv group together because that would be lucky that would be upsetting then, oh i was like <laughs> can you imagine can you imagine if they had improv shows back there that like would be i'm like horrendous. how could it get worse how could it get horrendous. worse right <laughs> and then it's like I I, i'd rather have the proud boys in my backyard than a, it's one of the same yeah, that's more of like a stand-up thing. Can I get a suggestion? Yeah, go back inside. <laughs> Incredible. That's so you why do you think you got scammed? Um, because landlords are greedy. It's a tale as old as time. Or why did I believe it? Yeah. Why do you think, do you think you were in a, you know, I guess the most vulnerable thing that a New Yorker can do really, especially in these hot summer months is move. Yeah. Those end of the month times when the leases are changing over. Do you think that's why you were in this kind of more vulnerable state and that's why you got scammed? Well, the, I mean, the market right now in New York is so, so hot. It's so intense. Like people are agreeing to leases without even seeing the place. So I felt lucky that I even got to walk through and look at it. Like I, so like, if you want a place, you have to decide like right then and there, I'm like in the the room and I'm like, get it off the market. Who do I give money to take this off the market? I want it. And yep. it's like, I would never do that. Like no one in any other city, you know, sometimes you get like, they're like, you can try this unit or this unit and here's two months free and some iced tea and shit. And it's, no. No. <laughs> no, no, not New no, York. They're like, that shit fast. they're like, it's uh it's private to you and these strangers. <laughs> God damn, like, I'm sorry. It's, I'm sorry, it, it, it's too. Not, yeah, awful. there's nothing for me to do. They're just like, we don't know what to Wait, do. are you in it right now? Are I you mean, literally in that? I mean, it looks pretty sick. It's, it's Take a, us out back. Take us out. I'm yeah, sure they're there. Exposed. <laughs> I can show you the back. The ex- I'm, like, going to try not to. I'm, like, attached to a microphone and all this shit, but I'm going to show you the backyard. Look at oh, this. Oh, cute. Yeah, I Look get at it. that. Look at that. It. It's beautiful. Oh. Look at that. Uh, it's beautiful. It would be even better if it was private. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Micah has exposed brick in her background know, for the people that are listening on. on the podcast. It is. A- she just showed us a beautiful, lush, green oh. backyard with three improvisers Incredible. Uh, practicing for their next uh, Armando show. The ladies so, and gentlemen. I mean, this is who's be- in my backyard just <laughs> sleeping right over there. A oh. giant dog. That's a little <laughs> beautiful <laughs> dog. She came with the house, uh, so. Jason, tell us, what was the last time you got scared? First, I gotta, I, I will tell you in one second, but like, I have not like thought about like how you used to get fucked in New York on renting an apartment. And this is just brought back. <laughs> so I, I like, I, oh, I just feel so bad for you. And I just forget that like, you always had to be just like so alert and hawking every detail of a listing or a place when you go to, see. I just, it, yeah. it's not like that here. You know, when you come here, like, I kind of wish my the listing told me what a nosy busybody my landlady would be, but other than that, like we really didn't get she scanned on anything here. Oh my god! I know. No, she's out front. <laughs> she's eighty-eight and she's, she can hear a lot of stuff. Well, she's um, not going to hold on to those secrets for very long. No, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing: the landlady, the landlords or ladies pay the renters' fee here. Wow, uh, that's sick. So that kind of keeps them honest. You know, they don't. Um, they just want to get the the place out there. So I feel like there's less scamming going on because of that. Where are you? LA? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Love that for you. Maybe I'll move. I'm currently entangled in a scam. (laughs) I too am having apartment problems. I'm trying to move out of this place and I've looked at no bullshit, probably like 30 or 40 places. And I've physically applied. This is my personal scam. I've applied to five of them and you know, you have to pay an application fee. Yeah. All of them had said, Hey, we really like your application, but we got so many that we're raising the rent to $500 more than you applied. For. Oh, do you still what? want it? Wow. All five of them have done that. That is a scam. You just, wait, and then they keep your our- fee? Yes, they keep the fee. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. I'm scammed out. That is such As a today, racket. I've given up on looking this for apartments. So that's, that's that. I'm just going to be homeless. It's oh, fine. my God. This is me getting up. Burn this. City do you have down. to leave your. Burn it down. I don't want it. <laughs> do you have to leave your do you have to leave your place area? I don't have to leave my place. I can technically stay for a little while longer. I just don't want to. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. It's complicated. Wow, this isn't housing. What a scam. Housing, a scam. What a scam. A scam of all scams. Wow. Timeless. Really. A, play, a play in one yes. act. You <laughs> <laughs> have a very special episode Chase, of just do you apartments. The, do, do you have a scam story for us or do you remember? Or I mean, you could, you know. Yeah. I mean, my, my scam, my scam is certainly very much more like of the times. Um, yeah. Uh, scammed on NFTs. There you are in LA. There we go. You and me both, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know the, the 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 craze for it personally is worn off, but during my panic and hysteria of like just trying to make a quick buck, twice I was through Discord. Um, you know, you're following the Discord channel of when they're going to drop the link to mint the NFT, and a couple times like they're always like, "Don't click on anything a direct message you get." But I was like just so frantic yeah. to get this fucking. JPEG, JPEG that like like <laughs> a, a direct message popped up like the same icon as the icon of the Discord the of same course. language and I was like I got the link and I just clicked it and then like just sent six hundred dollars to somebody and never got it back and uh, oh. I mean it is 
And then I didn't have enough to then actually buy the NFT when it came out. And all the money I had was like, that was it. And I was like, oh, man, it happened twice. <laughs> you know, it probably wow. saved you money from actually buying that NFT. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> so, oh my yeah, God. I just what? felt filthy because I'm always like, I don't get scammed. I'm not the person. Like, I see through these things, but no, not this time. Oh, yeah. We all we all think that. I always like to tell the story. My brother, a plastic surgeon, microsurgeon, reattaches limbs on people, reconstructs faces and stuff like that. He calls me one day and he's like, hey, did you get that call from AT&T? I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, they, they called me and the robotic voice was just like, please put in your social security number to adhere uh, <laughs> to you, like do something with your account. Oh my God. And I was like, what did you do? He goes, oh no. I was like, wow. what were you thinking? He goes, I just got out of surgery. I was like, you, you're done. You're toast. <laughs> and so for six years, this poor man has gone in and out. Like every 18 months, there's like a, you know, six, a $600 charge from Forever 21. What? And then like a $2,000 charge from some other random store. And then it's just his identity is just be, the, the, like the dark web is running train on his they identity sure on like a yearly basis. Oh and so I feel bad for him. But listen, the best of us, the smartest of us all can be in those vulnerable positions where we're just not thinking for a moment. You know, we either we're trying to find a place or we're just trying to flip a JPEG. This makes me try. <laughs> Justin Bless is like a brain surgeon, to be honest, but God bless. <laughs> well, he'll fix your he'll fix your rack and, and give you a, a Brazilian butt lift yes. and stuff like oh, okay. that. Oh, yes. He's very talented. I'll ask him. Yeah. Anyways, but that was wonderful. What was Let's that get social up. security yeah. number, by the yeah. way? Do you want to post okay, it I'll up? Do one. <laughs> Should we call him? Yeah. If you call him, it just like sound official. Money, I mean. He may just give it to you. <laughs> Uh, well, well, let's get into our first story here. Uh, guys, I, you know, I sent you some stories before, but this came in through our discord today, which I, I if you haven't checked us out, make sure to check us out on our discord. It's, uh, all of our link and bio and stuff. Uh, this came from Lee of Catbug. Also, Cake was in on it. Biaker, Biaker. I don't know these names, these handles. Uh, thanks everyone for posting about it though. But Steven Seagal, we did three Three episodes on Steven Seagal last season. We have covered <laughs> Steven Seagal. And one of the things we've mentioned is that he's really has ties to Russia. <laughs> and just recently, Steven Seagal was seen in eastern Ukraine. Early reports from the Russian invasion of Ukraine suggested that Vladimir Putin's military had deployed, of all people, actor Steven Seagal alongside his troops. And while the outlandish information released at the time turned out to be false, a Russian outlet did publish a video Tuesday that showed the former action star standing among the wreckage of eastern Ukraine's Olenivka prison, where a recent attack left dozens of Ukrainian POWs dead. So he is there like freelancing on his own. I don't know. Russian Ukraine are casting blame because there was a, it was a Ukrainian prison. It had POWs there. And now they're they're all fucking dead. And so Russia and Ukraine are blaming each other for it. Moscow alleges that Ukrainian forces used U.S.-made uh, missiles, a high-mobility artillery rocket system, or HIMARS, to bring the building down, according to the Washington Post. Uh, in a video 
on the Russian news site Zitza, Segal, who is identified as a special representative of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of the Russian Federation for Humanitarian Relations between Russia and the U.S. Uh oh. That's a long title. Appears to have served as a spokesman against Ukrainians' HMARS. Uh, so this is, I don't know if you see it on the Twitch, but you could see him. He is looking just a little bloated these days. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, let me see if I can play this. Chad, let me know if you hear this. I mean, we are in... Как я уже сказал, именно сюда ударили химарсы. Они убили 50 человек и ранили еще 70 человек. Интересно то, что один из убитых нацистов – это нацист, который только начал много говорить о Зеленском, и что Зеленский несет ответственность за приказы о пытках и других зверствах, которые нарушают не только Женевскую конвенцию о войне, но и являются преступлениями против человечности. Таким образом, Зеленский был замежен в преступлениях против человечности. Uh, of what he's talking about. I love the hold the lav mic move nowadays. <laughs> Why is that so? Did we all give up on just having a regular mic? The lav is just, you could just hold it. You don't Tick even have to wear it. TikTok influence. That's, I've seen that all over the place. Uh, so some of the stuff that he said, it definitely looks like a rocket, Seagal is reported to have said. <laughs> Who's <laughs> this crack reporting from Seagal? If you look at the burning and the other details, of course, it's not a bomb. Not to mention the fact that Russia really has a lot of artifacts from HIMARS. This is where HIMARS hit. 50 people were killed. Another 70 were injured. Uh, according to the Russian site, Seagal added a conspiracy angle by suggesting that HIMARS was used by Ukrainian troops because the country's president, uh, Vladimir Zelensky, wanted to silence a Nazi being held in prison. The interesting thing is that the one killed Nazis is a Nazi who just started talking about Zelensky. And that Zelensky is responsible for the orders about torture and other atrocities that violate not only the Geneva War Convention, but also crimes against humanity. I mean, this is our man, Steven Seagal, at it again. What do you guys think about this? What, Steven Seagal, were you guys Steven Seagal fans before this? It's so sad. America's sheriff fighting for the other side. Micah? <laughs> I mean, when I was 11, absolutely, but then that kind of ended <laughs> shortly thereafter. And that's all I have to say about Steven Seagal. <laughs> I mean, like, my only impression of him is what I was telling you earlier, like I, people who I, I knew worked with him on movies and he just insisted that they CGI him with a better body for the entirety of a movie, which is definitely harder than working out on your own. Not for him, though. Yeah. I wonder how much he's. I wonder how much he's getting paid. Ariel, do you think this is a good move for his career? Right. Uh. Emmy award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. 
Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they, they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's Omri certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow. What is his career? <laughs> what, what, what is what That's is he doing it. now? He's not still acting, is he? Well, actually, no. He's, well, he's I think creating this documentaries. Is, he's not this acting. Is yes, you're right. I don't know. But I mean, Steven Seagal is the champion of cosplaying as every possible variety of person. So why not be a Russian emissary is he at the same time? Uh, Even? No. He might be, actually. No. Well, I will say, according to IMDb, wow. uh, Above the Law 2 is in pre-production right now, and oh he is attached God, to it. Oh, my God, no. Jason, uh, bearer of bad Break news. He wrote it. He wrote he it, by the way. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> oh, my God. What if he wrote it I just can't... at at this bomb site, right? He was just This is where he got inspired for Above the Law 2. He's <laughs> getting free camera work. Just to insert yeah. the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had a movie come out in 2019 with DMX, rest in peace, called Beyond the Law. Oh, um, oh I yeah. didn't know that. 3.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Well, that's probably why I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've seen worse. I think I've seen worse, you know? <laughs> I don't. I don't know how he got there. Yeah, we're gonna be keep. We're gonna keep a close eye on Steven Seagal. Is he like? Uh, is I don't he know like the, what else. Yeah. Who's that guy that's that's in the North Korea now? Dennis Rodman. Uh, Dennis Rodman. Is he like the Dennis Rodman of Russia now? Is that his vibe? Like he's saving people in Russia. That, I well, that's right, a, Ariel. <laughs> is that yeah. whole, is that what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Micah brought this up as well before the show. It's just like, is he doing the Dennis Rodman oh, thing? Wow. And it's like, well, I think all great minds, great minds, right? It's like, um, but I don't, I don't really. I think Dennis Rodman had a little bit more style. He was well, a little yeah. bit more vocal, and yeah. I don't think we all. You know, he's also a better actor. I'll take I'll take Dennis Rodman in, in uh was it double impact? Yeah, I think with it was yeah. I mean, Dennis Rodman has never lied about who he is. He's very straightforward about his freakiness for sure. Yes. Um Steven yeah. Seagal, on the other hand, just, is you know, who is he really? We'll never know. Who is he? <laughs> three episodes, like, season two. Check it out on Fraudsters. He's like three capybaras in a ninja costume. Yeah. That's it's actually double team. <laughs> Sorry, not double impact. Double, double team. Double Thank team. You. Double impact. Stevens are uh, Van Dam stars mm. with himself and his identical twin brother mm. as his identical. Of twin course, brother. yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just want to make sure that, that was clear okay. for the record. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up. Sure. Oh my God, Lordy! All right, well, let's go on to our next story here. This is one that uh, I had sent to the gang before. Um, a pro-Trump clothing line replacing tags on clothes from China 
to Made in USA. There's a Utah-based clothing company that's named uh, Lions Not Sheep. It's a great name. Well, they love America so much that it made their uh, Made in America clothing the center of their brand. They even include a free copy of the Constitution with every order. The trouble is the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, uh, actually fined them because the company had been cutting the labels off the clothes and replacing them <laughs> with cl- with labels that said made in the USA. So they were cutting off these labels that said made in China, which is the classic bit that the that friend of the show, the good liars do when they go to the Trump rallies. They're just like, well, you know, what do you, what should we be doing? And they're like, we should be making things in America. And they're like, oh, let me see that hat. And they're always like, what does that say? Is that made in China? I don't, man, I don't know. Or it says like PRC. They're like, what does PRC mean? God damn. And so, and so these guys have been just going at it and saying, you know, fuck it. We're going to cut this off. And right, made in the USA. Um, I mean, that is how dog shit our American textile industry is. That these losers are going to the effort to cut the tags off and sew new tags on cheap shirts from overseas instead of just buying American t-shirts. I mean, <laughs> that's the biggest joke here. <laughs> I mean, the made in the USA tags are probably made in China. Yeah, yeah. they definitely are. <laughs> I wish there was like a company that was American and they made apparel. I w- I, something uh, no, we apparel don't America. That. We don't do that I just American apparel like, it was in its own fire. I th- what happened with them? It was sex. Crimes I thought that guy was gone. Crimes. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about they're it. They're called. Uh, what I thought. Yeah. They're called. LA it's a different something. show. I see they have they have billboards up. Yeah. Yes, they changed. They rebranded. Yeah, it's L.A. Apparel now. They were British. There we go. Now all the all the bad yeah. non-sex criminal apparel. Is <laughs> definitely not us. Not, same font, same weird shit going on, but not us. <laughs> uh, they got fined two hundred and eleven thousand dollars, and so I went through the FTC, um, you know, settlement. So when the FTC finds you, they find you for damages, right? Because people were, you know, they find out about it and then people were complaining. They're like, what's going on here? But then they make you do things. And so part of it was that now everyone that ordered a shirt from Lions Not Sheep, which is just still, I can't get over how funny that name is. Uh, Lions Not Sheep LLC. They have to email everyone that ordered from them with this email. Subject line, settlement of FTC deceptive advertising case and then in the body it says dear whatever a record show that you bought <laughs> lions not sheep branded clothing hats or accessories that we labeled or advertised as made in usa we're writing to tell you that the federal trade commission the nation's consumer protection agency has sued us for making false claims to settle the ftc's lawsuit we're contacting you to tell you that the product you bought was not all or virtually all made in the usa in fact Although we screen or embroider products in the USA, many of the items we sell are imported. So they have to sell, they have to just get yeah. cucked by the AFGC like, to all. They're like the pedophiles of the yeah. garment industry. Yeah, yeah. Just knocking door to door. Yeah, like, hey, hey, sorry. Tell my- <laughs> Sorry about it. Dude, can Sorry. you imagine how angry some of those loyal customers are? God, Cheryl, did you get this fucking email? They, from don't, read. Sheep, they don't read. It's fine. Yeah, this true. is not You're anything right happening that. for Lions Not Sheep. They probably think it's a deep state conspiracy. Yeah. Like, how did the goddamn Hillary Clinton get yeah. my email? 100%. I, you know, 
I feel bad. And you know what? A lot of these people don't speak with a very heavy Southern accent. They speak with a normal But a American. lot of them do. <laughs> they do. Fuck them. Um, I don't know what to make of it. There's going to be so much more of this. We talk about the reality distortion field on here. Isn't it so strange that there's still, like the idea of separating us from China is so that we don't help the People's Republic of China out financially. But even if they're just cutting the lid, they're still giving money to China. So it always it just boggles my mind how people can do backflips into their own reality and not actually fulfill the thing that they're trying to do in the first place. Does that make sense? I mean, uh, the word you're looking for is hypocrisy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what's. Thank you. If Thank you're you. trying to sum it up in a word, they're hypocrites. Yeah. Yeah. It's it just is so glaringly hypocritical that I it just it's shocking. Uh, I think we've been doing I don't know how many episodes we've done so far, and I've read so many of these stories. It never ceases to amaze me the level of hypocrisy and like reality distortion that these people can do to themselves. But God bless them. They're a bit touched. Hope they're doing well. Um. Yeah. I hope they're doing well. Have you gone to their uh, website? Go to our- I haven't gone to the website. Have you? Are you uh, on there right yeah. now, Jason? Lines, lines not, not cheap. cheap. Give it to me. Yeah, let's get into some lines not cheap. Only a Ooh, sheep they have Google ads. could tell the nice. truth about how their clothes were made. Exactly. Not a lion. The oh lion's going to fucking just take what they find on the savannah. Honestly, you should write copy for lions not cheap. <laughs> Only a lion. Wow. Look. <laughs> I'll stick to just writing their this. emails. <laughs> Look at these guys, man. Oh, they look good. Get the fucking carousel. I hate a carousel. Watch now. Oh, they have a response to the FTC. Suck my dick. Suck my yeah. American-made dick. <laughs> yeah, my right American now. dick. All right, let's watch this. Wait, let's... You they have a little video? Guys, what's up? Sean Whalen here, founder and CEO of Lions Not Sheep. I wanted to take a second here and address... Um, specifically to our our friends and our fans and um, all of our clients. Um, obviously, there's going to be a whole bunch of trolls that won't even watch this video that have zero care about what the truth really is. But I wanted to make this video specifically for those of you who are our friends of ours, who are clients of ours, <laughs> Jesus who have been following Ryan and Sheep and have yeah. seen the onslaught <laughs> of absolutely ridiculous... Uh, Looks like a Bob Marley rendition of Jesus. Attacks against me and against lions, not sheep, um, and a lot of misinformation here in the last uh, in the last couple of days. But first things first, I wanted to, to to give you guys a really quick backstory on lions, not sheep, and how we got to where we are. Um, no one cares. I've never sold a single shirt that's come from China, which is really funny because all the from other overseas, from different places, so on and so forth. So, come picture or uh, uh, shirts like this. This okay, is a next show, level he's shirt. Up a shirt. And what's really interesting is that, uh, as a side note, we've actually never sold a single shirt that's come from China. Which oh, is, is that right? Well, well it's from Taiwan, right and actually, um, there's this an is issue. A, a shirt that is from <laughs> next level, and this is what's considered in the apparel industry a blank. So there's nothing on it. And what a company will do, as we started learning the process and and uh, and, and making our shirts, is that if we have somebody else manufacturing and making these shirts, they would charge us to take the tag out. It's called white labeling. And it's completely legal. It's completely regulated by the FTC. All right. We'll have to look at that later. That guy is absolutely boring. I do. I mean, I believe him over the FTC, you know, for sure. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I do invite everyone to look at this website because it kind of looks like Pornhub. Like it's got it's got that energy to it. (laughs) It does. 
Milf well, Hunter. Yeah, big like a Milf big Hunter Milf vibes. Hunter energy for sure. For sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued. Like every yeah, single one of them is Jesse from Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just Photoshop his face on every model. Oh, I see. So it looks like they maybe outsourced Yikes. the ripping of the tag and the making of it so that the shirt didn't necessarily come from China, but all the work that to do it did get outsourced. Sure. I trust nothing um, from Lions. The guy sure. is also apparently a uh, drives like some low level race car, but uh, it's a German car. So, buddy, mm. get your fucking priorities in order here. Get it together. He probably loves that it's a German car. What are you talking about? Right. right. It's a very specific <laughs> set of needs. And they have an NFT. <laughs> yeah, and an NFT, a, of course. That's a feature. So, uh, why not? Yikes. Uh, all right, let's move on to our next story here. We've got. Uh, Tornado Cash, another crypto story, which I just can't get enough of these. Every week we're able to cover one because there's just no shortage of this shit that's happening here. Um, The United States on Monday imposed sanctions on virtual currency mixer Tornado Cash, accusing it of helping hackers, including from North Korea, to launder proceeds from their cyber crimes. A senior Treasury Department official said Tornado Cash, one of the largest mixers identified as problematic by the Treasury, has reportedly laundered more than $7 billion <laughs> worth of currency since it was created in 2019. With $7 billion Let's and go. so much money. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so funny. Much there were so money. many children sex trafficked with that money. Oh, <laughs> you know how many, you know many children you can stick in a Wayfair box for $7 billion? That seven billion dollars is like Al Qaeda and ISIS's budget since inception. That's you could rebuild the twin towers and blow them up five times for that much. (laughs) (laughs) So this group, uh, the Lazarus Group, a well-known North Korea government-backed hacking group that has conducted numerous data breaches, both politically and sometimes financially motivated, has laundered at least. Four hundred and fifty-five million through tornado. By the way, tornado cash. What is it? maybe a red flag there yeah. in the yeah. name? <laughs> tornado cash. Just not gonna. You know, it's no just effort. Call, just call it cocaine cash. Yeah. Blown you away. Just blow your money away yeah. and make it unrecognizable. Fucking. <laughs> 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 Uh, the Lazarus Group is already under U.S. sanctions. The group has conducted numerous significant data breaches historically, including an intrusion into Sony Pictures in late 2014. Um, so they did the Sony Pictures hack after that um, Seth uh, Rogen and uh, movie about where they went after the North Korean mm. um, dictator or yeah. they like, assassinated him, right? I forgot what uh, that movie. The dictator, they've been active as cybercrime yeah. since two. The dictator, right? Yeah, and um, according to Sony itself, they when they hacked Sony, they caused 15 million in damages uh, that was covered by the insurance. But other estimates said that there was 35 million to up to 85 million dollars in recovery costs from that just that Sony hack. So, I mean, I get it, crypto not the best use uh, for good things, but if you are a government-backed hacking group. This is fantastic for you. This is great. Guys, are we in the wrong business? Should we have been happy? I'm, I'm still trying to no. learn. <laughs> no, I've never made a, I don't think comedy was once a financially poor decision. What a, <laughs> I just feel, I'm just jumping into cash every day. You know, someone offered me $25 to headline out of town today. Wow. 
am I, where am I going to spend it all on the gas to get there? <laughs> it's all going to that private backyard. Mm-hmm. Ariel, what do you think of this? Do you think, would you, would you ever want to be a hacker? Oh, absolutely. I am studying. That's why I've listened to your podcast. hundred percent. I'm studying to learn to be a hacker and a fraudster. This is the only way to get around in America now. I'm looking at the Lions Not Cheap website. I'm figuring it out. I'm going to figure it out. This is gonna I don't happen. care. I'm done. I'm done playing nice. It hasn't got me anywhere. I actually, Jason? I, you know, I learned something recently, so I consider myself a low-level hacker. I figured out <laughs> how to uh, stop sites like the New York Times from excluding me after I've used the five free articles oh, for the month. send me that. I want to know how to get yeah. it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you just Google the uh, just uh, title you, of the thing? You go into the Chrome uh, settings, There's and, and you can... Uh, like block sites from reading JavaScript, and that's apparently how they clock how many articles you've read. So you oh. just don't allow it to check your JavaScript, and then you can read as many as you want. I thought that going on there incognito go, would help folks. me, but that's not helping either. So Mm-mm. just send the the information over. I don't know. Sure. What. Okay. <laughs> just send it on over. Just send it. Put send it in it, the chat. Send that. Send that. <laughs> yeah, throw it in there. We need. I that. need the New York Times recipes. Um, yeah. I, this is insane. I feel like a tornado, $7 billion. And then like, what are the, what is the treasury department going to do? They're just going to sanction them. That means they're just, you know, they have $7 billion. They have this money. that just came out of thin air that they stole from everyone. They could just take the money. Yeah. It's constantly business. Billion. They're like the mob. They're like, yeah, I'll pay off the cops. All the money's fucking free anyway. Yeah, I'm printing it every day. This is exactly like Goldman Sachs getting fined. When you're this big, this is why, like, I don't know, when I go and research for the show, I go on, like, Bloomberg and the Financial Times and all these other, like, finance websites to, like, figure out what, like, scams are happening because they usually report on them. Bloomberg now has a section called crypto. And it's like, they, like, this is, this is never going away. This is just another pillar of the financial system that is going to be like part scam and then only helping super rich people. And then like retail people are just going to be holding the bag. I mean, I just don't know where like I I think the government's got to do something to protect people. But I don't think they've ever really done a very good job at protecting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'll give up the crypto security for like some dental and vision. Yeah, that'd be pretty. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh yeah, no. Maybe I, I mean, I, maybe I'd see a scam coming if I had better vision. <laughs> one one fewer war. Yeah. One fewer wars would have just we, we could have paid for healthcare, eye, vision, dental. You know, could have paid for a lot of these things for huh? us. But well, we digress. We digress. <laughs> um, guys, it's uh, I don't know. Have you guys invested, Ariel? Are you in crypto? Do you have any little coins, little crypto coins? I have no idea. No, I'm not playing with my money. It sounds like gambling to me, and I'm not playing with the three dollars that I have left. I've already spent too much money on rental <laughs> okay. applications. Are you kidding me, Micah? Do you have any? Do you have any coin? You got any Bitcoin? Um, I sold off my Bitcoin when it was plummeting during that last plummet, but I I got okay. I got myself a shiny ether. You know, wow. Okay. Um, I, I have gotten a little lucky in the crypto market, but I don't, it is not where I keep my money now. For sure. For sure. I, again, everyone that listens to the show knows that I've had my own rug pull from an NFT scam. I have some money in crypto, but I'm also, uh, an avid gambler. So exactly as I thought you were. Do not put your money in crypto unless you're exactly just, if you put the money down, it's going to be gone. Just have a good time 
Look at the cute little JPEGs that you buy that are going to be worthless. Um, and then, you know, have a good... It's Craps is way better to play anyways. I'll just say that. Internet Craps? Cheer, you can roll. You're talking about internet? No, oh, no, okay. no. All right, thank God. No, I can't play internet. You need people around you. Yes, you That's do. the fun. You need alcohol and cocaine. There you go. Don't also don't play craps on Molly. I don't recommend it. Anyways, moving on <laughs> to our next story. Here. Emmy award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in LA, a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a joke fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. Uh, Canadian. Oh, so this is a fun one, guys. Canadian fraudster is suing Facebook. I don't know how I found this story, but Facebook has lost its bid to toss out a $50 million. This is from Canada. A $50 million British Columbian lawsuit from an alleged scam artist over an imposter page that used his name and likeness. So this guy was upset that someone else created a page that was like trolling him. Vancouver Island resident Timothy Craig Durkin filed suit against the social media giant in the summer of 2020, claiming that he had been trying for months to get uh, the administrators to take down the phony account without any success. But here's what's crazy about this. This guy, Timothy Craig Durkin, is known for a six-year legal battle over the ownership of this very fancy resort called the Souk Harbor House Hotel, which apparently the Canadians love. It's an internationally known uh, resort, which I don't know. We've I've never heard never of heard of it. it. Sounds but, fake. Well, who, what do Sounds I fake to me. Yeah. <laughs> and so this guy and would was trying to fight for ownership of it. But eventually, a judge in 2020 um, said that this guy Durkin was using fraud and all of these poor methods and awarded him $4 million in the fight, awarded the uh, opponents $4 million in the fight to wrest control of the hotel from Durkin. 
and his partner, Roger Gregory. Now, by that point, it's very sad, but the people that owned it, they ended up losing it because of this legal battle. battle. And in the, the judge, in his decision, described Durkin as a garden-variety bully who is entirely unencumbered by ordinary norms of morality, integrity, and decency, noting that Durkin swore a false affidavit to obtain an injunction, keeping the Phillips away, keeping the, the, the people that owned it away from the hotel. Uh, the Vancouver... Uh, Island couple triumphs over garden variety bully in battle for a renowned hotel. Unfortunately, they ended up losing it. Uh, the Securities Commission then found out and they alleged that Durkin defrauded an investor. This is kind of like the NFT part of it, uh, of a million dollars through the sale of a fake ownership interest in the hotel. And the findings in that case are expected this fall. So this guy not only was in a battle with like, I own this hotel, but he was telling other people and convincing other people, hey, give me your money. You can also share in the ownership of this hotel. I don't know. Have you guys ever been approached by like a little timeshare thing? Yeah. You can get three nights at a hotel if you come see this timeshare like presentation. Idea. I like yeah, this. I went. Like, this is like that. On I once had like six hours of my life sucked away because I was trying to go to Hawaii for free. Never got the free trip. Never got really? it. They gave me 50 no. bucks last time I did a timeshare thing. So at least yeah. I spent, you know, my hour and got a little cash. They did harass me for a long time, though. Cosmo and I definitely did the timeshare presentation. And it was like, it was on Father's Day. We were on this trip. This guy was like, you can get these three nights at the hotel for free. All you need to do is sit here and listen to this presentation. I was like, it should be easy enough. But it was Father's Day and I got a soft spot. And this guy was just pulling all the strings mm -hmm. and he left the room and then Cosmo looked at me and I was like, babe, this guy is making a lot of sense. She goes, are you fucking nuts? And it's like, <laughs> we need to leave this place immediately. I was like, you're right. We got to get out. I got to get out. I'm so, you're so, so susceptible vulnerable. to so fraud, Cena. It runs in your I family. I really am. This is why we're doing the show. Wow. We're really doing the show. This is why we're doing it. It's for my own protection. <laughs> it hasn't helped yet. I was uh, once in a so commercial with a woman that like repeatedly bragged on set about how her and her family like scam timeshares to get uh, at least one free trip to Hawaii every year. That's pretty sick. Uh, oh my yeah. lord! Yeah, she looked incredibly soulless and obviously was a great actor because of it. I like um, this. There you go. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. That's oh, not that's a scam. So that's good. Act that's good acting. Yeah. Yeah. But that could have been. She that's, could have been the well, timeshare person, giving oh, me a different spin on it, though. No, like interesting. Either way, she's going to. Yeah. You know, that's the thing that's interesting. Yeah, she's going to. Yeah, isn't it just? Isn't that just capitalism, though? Isn't that just like a good old American ingenuity? Yeah. The the day. yeah my, dad, he, my dad uh, like goes to so many of them for like free steak dinners. He's in Arizona <laughs> and he'll just like he'll like change his name to keep getting. I'm like, this is sad. You're an adult. Just buy your dinner. <laughs> you, I think he loves the grift. <laughs> the grift. The yeah. grift. It feels good. Yeah. It's such a light grift, though. It's, a, it's like not even a grift. And he'll take, they're they're he'll trying take, to grift you. He would take dates with like these coupons <laughs> that he gets from his like timeshare presentations. Like proud as can be at the money he saved on taking her out. I love him. What does this a steak also, dinner what? coupon look like? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> what coupon for steak dinner, please? <laughs> it's like a giant check. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can the valet help me uh, get the check out of my car? I, just, I can't pay for this dinner any other way. I, <laughs> so crazy. I love it. Yeah, I feel like this is just, this is more of just America 
and it just won't ever end. Why did these timeshare people even think this is a good business? Like this is this is their it marketing dollars. Like, oh man, we lost. It must yeah, be working. Be it's got to be. It's been around a for bunch centuries. <laughs> I sat there for six hours. I can tell you exactly why it's a good business. <laughs> You're trapped. <laughs> Think of how much money you'll save on vacations year after year. You know, you buy in. It's this much money. Think of how much money you spend. If you if you if you add up the numbers, it couldn't help but save you, et cetera, so forth. Uh, so this guy, it doesn't end on this guy, though. This guy, his story's not over. Durkin also recently lost a defamation lawsuit against a Victoria-based online publication to the Capitol Daily over reporter uh, Tory Marlin's investigation uh, of an article entitled The Man Who Stole a Hotel, How Timothy Durkin Took Control of Souk Harbor House. And he was indicted on charges of running a Ponzi scheme in 2013 in Alabama with three other guys. So I was like, Ponzi scheme, here we go. Now it's like deep into the article. I'm like seeing Ponzi scheme. I'm seeing Alabama. He's a Canadian. So he went, he's, apparently he is a US person, but they got indicted in 20 in the US in the Alabama Southern District Court. And, and then he fled to Canada when the indictment came in. So here's, I found, I found the uh, court documents for it. And here's kind of what, what happened and how it went down. They had developed, and this is from the court docs, uh, Alabama Southern District Court, federal court. They had developed a high speed. <laughs> this is the Ponzi scheme. They convinced people that they developed a high speed computerized arbitrage trading system that was designed to take advantage of and profit from stock price differentials among different markets. This is your crypto bot scam right here. A billionaire real estate mogul in New York City financially backed the system. There was little, if any, risk of losing money in the arbitrage system. <laughs> any trading losses in the rare event they occurred would be capped at $5,000. And you could withdraw your principal money and earned income at any time. Those guys, any time. No risk of losing money. Backed financially by New York. Your losses are capped. I mean, red flag after red flag after red flag. In actuality, the real estate developer had prior business relationships with one of the defendants. He did not financially support, nor was he associated with the defendant's reported investment system. Further, their funds were not invested as promised. In fact, one of the investors wired their funds to participate in the investment system. They were quickly diverted by the defendants to make the Ponzi payments to the other investors or converted to their own personal use. Despite that, each week the defendants sent an account statement. Oh, this is so great. They sent statements that said that they were making money all the time. Continuous profits, despite whatever the market conditions were. And at one point, many investors unexpectedly requested the return of their funds. In response, the defendants were like, whoa, 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 so <laughs> we, need to, we need a little bit more time. Uh, we got to sell some stuff. We got some system updates going on. Uh, we, we can't do it. So no investors have gotten their money back today. Yeah, you don't say. You don't say. Nice, perfect. Yeah, let's go. those guys. So when I when I looked this guy up, and I was like, well, this surely this guy should have gone to prison for this. And the three other guys that he was indicted with all got sixty months in prison. But this guy, when the indictment fled to Canada, and you know what just happened in January of this year, the federal government just said, we can dismiss the charges against Durkin. So 
This guy not only was part of this Ponzi scheme, but I think he ratted on everyone and left the country or the government just gave up finding him. What do you guys think? He probably ratted and left the country. That seems more. Yeah. The government doesn't just give up on finding you, especially if he's, <laughs> unless you're like Biggie's murderer or something. But other than that, the government has never given up on finding you for money, please. But also, don't we know where he is? He's in this lawsuit against he's Facebook. right here. Yeah. OK. Yeah. He's very he public. They all know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's funny is that comes full circle. The Facebook profile is a guy trolling him over the Ponzi scheme from Alabama. And this is the crux of the issue here is that the guys, the, the victims of this Ponzi scheme, someone probably made it and is blowing up his spot on Facebook. And he's like, I want I want to sue you to take this down, Facebook. And so apparently the judge in this case is letting Timothy Craig Durkin move ahead with the lawsuit. But again, Facebook is going to squash this. They're definitely not going to get I cannot wait for the Netflix series on this guy. (laughs) (laughs) I will watch in one night. Um, (laughs) Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Just binge this guy. It's really, he's kind of a trip. He looks kind of crazy. Let me see if I can get a picture of him. Look at this. Look at this champ. Wow. What a smile on that guy. Um, Look, Wow. He's got, he's got, they have like the serial killer photo of him. Um, yeah. What a. That, with like the, that like kind of like old timey weightlifter lip that like goes up in the middle and then comes down oh, on the yeah. other side. Like. I yeah, can't I, see what you guys are seeing, but I did I Google it and I got an image of SpongeBob giving anal to what looks like <laughs> Donkey Kong. So if yeah, you guys want to put in that's exactly right into Google Images, if you want to see that, <laughs> that's not a gherkin. We'll that's put a, a gherkin. Pin in that. That's a gherkin. Hey, I mean, I've definitely experienced gherkin fraud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Our last story for the day today is going to be pink sauce. You guys on TikTok? Do you do you scroll through TikTok? Pink sauce and waste was your a life? black. Twitter thing and then the whites got a hold of it. We had a nice time on black Twitter talking about this fraud girl in Florida, <laughs> which we all should have known this was fraudulent, but you tell the tale. Cause I know you have all the information, Cena. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's good to know that that black Twitter was talking about it because, um, so pink sauce, it's not a pasta made with cream and tomatoes, but instead a condiment made my, made by TikTok user chef pie. It's like a bright pink thing. Uh, she dumped it on tacos, wings, egg rolls, salads. There's like a design on it, a Victoria's Secret pink logo. And she's like shipping it everywhere. I mean, the problem, though, is everything was the problem. And I can play the clip of someone uh, breaking the, down the issues with this. So I've gotten a lot of comments saying, well, you can buy ranch unrefrigerated in stores, so what's really the big difference here? And here's a little explanation as to why it is very different in terms of safety to buy Hidden Valley Ranch unrefrigerated in a Walmart as opposed to buying the pink sauce, which was probably made in her kitchen. Just to start off, here's the ingredients list of Hidden Valley Ranch. There is debatably five preservatives in this. Um, The debatable one is vinegar. And the preservatives are phosphoric acid, 
disodium phosphate, sorbic acid, and calcium disodium EDTA. Also, Hidden Valley Ranch is produced in a highly automated, very sterile environment with very little human interaction. And if there is, there are protocols and regulations regarding cleanliness, hygiene, PPE that's required in order to handle the ingredients. As opposed to the pink sauce, which debatably has two natural preservatives, which are raw honey and distilled vinegar, which would be fine if, you know, it was refrigerator to refrigerator. Like, for example, those fancy salad dressings that they sell at Whole Foods in the refrigerators that cannot be unrefrigerated or they will go moldy. However, this is being shipped in, you know, plastic bags. Also, considering the spelling errors like vinegar and the just general lack of attention to detail in the ingredients list, like pink Himalayan sea salt, it's not sea salt. Along with the obvious, obvious weird little serving um, purposeful mishap, along with how there's only three grams of carbohydrates. It says 444 servings per container. Four grams of dietary fiber and 11 grams of sugar. And the fact that there's just absolutely no measurement for the vitamin C, as well as the fact that the label does not fit, and it's held to the bottle with glitter glue, as well as the fact that there's literally no expiration date on the bottle. Pink sauce definitely was not made in a facility or was looked over by anyone with any understanding of like food science, food packaging, FDA regulations. And considering the lack of attention to literally anything about the product and the labeling specifically, the odds of there being a cross-contamination issue, especially if it was made in her kitchen or on an unregulated premises, is relatively high. Like, I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if there was- Alright, let me just say, I don't want to hang out with that guy ever. That guy was so fucking annoying. But he did list out all the really good he points. He told us what it was. The 444 servings is because she believes in angel numbers. Um, oh. So she made like a fake nutritional facts. Because that also explains the glitter yep. glue. I need you to understand that this is a woman in Florida that decided to create a sauce that is essentially ranch um, in her kitchen and serve it to people. Now, she became famous on TikTok because she was doing it in all of her TikTok videos, pouring it on on like fries and then people in the comments be like what does it taste like like what is it and she'd be like i can't describe the taste it's just so good it's just so good it's just so pink it's just so pink it's pink like you should get this sauce so people fell for it and bought it and she is shipping this sauce from hot florida to other parts of the united states people were showing that they got well first of all why did you buy this but you they were showing that they got their bottle and it like exploded because of the heat so there's just like pink glop also, the pink would differentiate from person to person. So some places, times it'd be like super, super pink. Other times it'd be like Pepto-Bismol. Sometimes it'd be like Barbie pink. It's just really incredible that um, this girl scammed all these people by uh, making a terrible product that is sort of random. And then she, and then some people got like rotten smelling versions of it. That, so it got mm. ruined in yeah. it. And then other people said that, that it was good as well. Well, I think those people are wrong. People ate it. Oh, people fucking ate it. There's a people bunch of videos it. of people trying it and stuff. It is <laughs> in fucking insane. Yeah. But here's here's the craziest here's the craziest part about this whole thing though. It worked. So this scam is now a real fucking product. So she just posted recently, "Dear Pink Sauce customers, uh, I've made the amazing decision to partner with Dave's Gourmet." 
a hot sauce company to help me produce and sell and promote the pink sauce. We're extremely excited about this partnership. I have a vision for the brand and the product. However, having the support from the food industry professionals <laughs> will help me satisfy the demand for distributing pink sauce faster. I don't believe I would like her. to thank Dave's Gourmet for... Yeah, don't believe I mean, it. if this is true... If you if this is true, I don't. then then she made a scam product that now is going to become a real product because it was all just branding and scammy, and now they're going to be adhering. Now she's like they will be help, helping with the expansion and compliance with all FDA guidelines. Like maybe you should have thought about that before you started shipping this shit all over the country. <laughs> she should have just kept doing her like tiktok videos and to get people riled up and then been like yeah i've partnered like done it the right way not sending people to the oh hospital my but i mean God. i guess that's what scammers do they don't really care literally had zero repercussions from this yeah like pretty sick not a literally. single bad thing happened to her other than people saying hey i'm sick or hey this is bad or hey this doesn't look right and then it's just it just kept working i mean this is this is america this is america yeah this is <laughs> This is what we have to deal with, guys. I mean, would you? I mean, the only thing I regret, honestly, is not buying it myself because that would have been great. It doesn't even look good. I invite all of you to look at the pink sauce. It looks like Pepto Bismol in like a mayonnaise bottle. Gross. Yeah, it looks gross. It is gross. Also, Heinz already did that first. Remember when they used to have like the purple ketchup? Yeah. 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 That's very millennial, but like they, we really had purple ketchup. Was a green ketchup too? There was a green. Yeah. Yep. They did it first. Yeah, because kids oh, already have trouble wanting to eat ketchup. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do Pink. I get my kid to eat more ketchup? I mean, food coloring to it. Make it weird. Pink is just an incredibly unappetizing, savory color. Like, yeah. pink yeah. is like strawberry frosting, and that's yeah. it to me. I, I don't, what the fuck? Well, allegedly, it had yeah. uh, pitaya in it. If you've ever had, like, a pliable, like, with a pitaya in it. Like, and that's pitaya? what made it pink. Why would you want? I don't. That like is. that doesn't make it a good savory food. I don't know. It's, I'm lost. it's a fruit. It's yeah. a oh. it's a fruit. Oh, got it. I think it's dragon fruit. Is the actual name? Oh, uh, dragon fruit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could yeah. be wrong. I might. Be, I'm probably yeah. wrong about that. I, I remember reading about me. that dragon fruit. I'm a scammer. Stuff. That's also like where the fuck? It's like people just making shit. This reminds me of uh, when they made China White in Pittsburgh, and it gave everyone like Parkinson's that took it. That was back what? in the nineties. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I don't know. There about was like that. a weird like heroin. There was like Before a weird heroin time. thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a cool one. It was a local local story growing up. <laughs> Hyper local. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> great, great, great. Love that, guys. Uh, thanks so much for being on the show. I'd love to hear what you guys are up to and where people can find you, Ariel. Where can people find you and um, find your shows or? you know find you an apartment uh, yeah I mean, find me an apartment please i applied to one more <laughs> tonight right before the show so that's exciting we're gonna hope for the best um i'm outside i'm at Ariality on instagram and twitter and doing stuff with the super video brothers coming soon nice micah uh yeah thanks you guys for having me this was so fun uh please please listen to my podcast great hang with mike and tim it's me and my boyfriend where i verbally abuse him and he takes it like a fucking champ um <laughs> if i get what even one if i get even one podcast follow out of this i will be fucking thrilled uh let me know let me know that you do from here and i'll send you i don't know some pink sauce <laughs> um, and it's at, at Micah Fox, M-Y-K-A-F-O-X for all my social links. Jason, what are you up to? I um, am on 
at EatPrayJason on all socials, website EatPrayJason.com. Uh, comedy coming out regularly on there. And if you're in L.A. tonight, go to Bar Lubitsch at 830. I'll be performing stand-up live again in real life. Um, <laughs> otherwise, find me on Apex Legends. I probably will be mean and say something very cruel to you about your family. I just hate losing at video games to teenagers. And that's my cross to bear for the rest of my adult life. There you go. Uh, I can attest to every all those mean things that he says because sometimes they're directed at me. Although I did have back to back wins a couple weeks ago in Apex. Wow! So. Wow! Wow! Well, wow, you know, you know. Anyways, uh, guys, fraudstersLPN uh, at Gmail. If you want to send us uh, an email with some suggestions, I'll be getting them. Join our Discord. People are sending stuff in for Fraudwire all the time. That's where we got the Seagal story from today. I'm at Cena now again. Thank you so much, everyone, for being on the show, um, and we'll see you next week. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers.